This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new story. Today, we have another story of an incredibly spoiled brat doing something absolutely insane. I know you'll enjoy this story, so sit back, relax, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, subscribe if you're new, and let's jump into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story Johnny. And in Johnny's class, there's a spoiled kid who is also super weird. Not only was he super entitled and had like super rich parents or whatever, but for some reason he was also a very odd kid. Uh, Let me just give you an example by jumping right into the story, because this is a very long story. So make sure to sit back, relax, and get comfortable. Maybe put on something in the background while you're listening. I don't really know. But jumping right into it, uh, this is where things start to get weird. So one day... Johnny was in class, and Johnny had class with a spoiled kid. And he gets a tap on the back of his shoulder, and he looks around, and the spoiled kid is behind him. And this is kind of unusual because, uh, well, the Johnny and the spoiled kid didn't have beef or anything. They weren't not friends, but they weren't necessarily friends. So Johnny was wondering, oh, does the spoiled kid want a pencil? Does he have a question about class? Because he's assuming it's not just a, uh, I don't know, a friendly, hello, how's it going? He wouldn't have been opposed to that, but he wasn't expecting it necessarily. So anyways, the spoiled kid asks him something that completely takes, <laughs> completely takes Johnny off guard. He asks him, hey man, I was wondering if I could have some of your hair. Which, I, I don't know how you guys would react to this, but I know definitely I would just have no idea how to react if some kid came up to you who you didn't really know, who you knew was kind of weird, right? Because he had a really strange upbringing of just having everything he ever wanted. And someone comes up to you who you know is kind of weird, who you don't know, and just very nonchalantly, very casually, very just relaxed. It's as if they're asking you, what time is it? Can I have a pencil? Can I have some of your hair? Those are not the same sentence. So yeah, Johnny reacts kind of weird to it. He's like, uh, why? Which I think is a very valid response to some random weirdo kid coming up and asking, hey man, can I have some of your hair? I think that's pretty valid. And the spoiled kid responds to him, it's for my collection. And Johnny, you know, this response did not make Johnny feel any better about himself. In fact, this probably raised more questions for Johnny than it answered. 
Um, because if you ask someone, why do you want hair for your, why, why do you want my hair? And they say for my collection, bro, I think I'm even less likely to give you my hair than I was before. And before I was pretty unlikely in the first place. Anyways, though, uh, Johnny kind of just looks at him and the spoiled kid reaches into his backpack and pulls out this jar and he puts this jar on the desk and there's little bits of hair in it. And Johnny kind of recoils a little bit as it's not necessarily a pleasant sight. It's not like a jar of vomit or something, but it's definitely a very strange and uncomfortable sight to see because I don't know about you, but it's not every, it's not every day that I walk in a class and the weird kid comes in and puts a, a, a jar of hair down on my desk asking for my own hair to add to his collection. And, you know, Johnny's like, dude, why do you have this? Like, why? Because, I mean, maybe the kid was just going to say, I don't know. But the spoiled kid goes on to respond with something even weirder than just, I like collecting hair, which is a pretty weird response in the first place. But he goes on to say, I needed to perform spells. Which, bro, if anyone ever comes up to me and says, hey, man, I need some of your hair for a satanic ritual I'm about to do, like, I'm going to have to pass, believe it or not, I'm actually going to have to decline the offer on that one. I don't know, man. I don't believe in those things, but just in case they're real, they're not getting any of my hair. I know that's 100% true. So Johnny is like, I don't know, man, maybe later, which is a very weird response. But the spoiled kid takes it pretty well and literally just gets up, puts the jar back into his backpack, puts the backpack onto his back, and walks over to the next person's desk, sits down, asks them the same question, Hey, can I have some of your hair? They basically give the same response of Johnny of like, what? And then he pulls out the, the jar, puts it on the desk. The spoiled kid goes ahead and does this to about everyone in the 40-person class. And he probably gets about three people to say, okay, whatever. And they literally just like, I mean, some people were like, how are you going to do it? And for one kid, it was pretty crazy. This one kid said, sure, I guess you can have some of my hair. He probably just said that to get the kid to go away. But the spoiled kid's like, all right, thanks. He goes up, reaches at his hair, and goes, Whoosh! literally rips some of his hair out. He's like, dude. The spoiled kid's like, what? You said I could have some of your hair. And the kid's like, dude, not like that. Yeah, but anyways, right, the spoiled kid goes around, and he has a, like a hair jar collection. And this is where the beginning of the teacher versus spoiled kid arc begins. Because as you can tell by the title of the video, the spoiled kid does something pretty bad to the teacher's uh, room to get revenge. The spoiled kid commits a little, a wee bit of arson, which for some reason is a theme on this channel. Like, bro, y'all know a lot of arsonists. I don't know about you. I know zero arsonists, but I guess you guys are different than me, man. I don't really know. But anyways, right, the teacher notices this kid walking around with a jar of hair and is kind of just like, yo, spoiled kid, what? I mean, he probably didn't say, yo, what? But he was like, what's that? And the spoiled kid responds, oh, this is my hair jar, sir. And he's like, you're what? He's like, this is my hair jar. And the teacher looks at him kind of with this look of, you answered my question, but you really didn't answer my question. Like you technically answered it, but your answer didn't give me any, like didn't give me any like ideas of what on earth you just said. And the spoiled kid goes on to be like, sir, this is- This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. 
find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. My hair jar. And the teacher's like, okay, I really don't know what that means. But either way, you, you can't have that out in school. Like, you can't have that in school. And, you know, the kid was like, why? Which, I mean, I guess, like, I kind of see where the spoiled kid is coming from here. I don't know what laws say, oh, you can't have a hair jar or something like that. You can't, I mean, what laws? I don't know what school laws. Maybe they might say it's a health hazard or something, or maybe they're going to say that, I don't know, it's distracting. And they probably don't let you bring a lot of stuff in anyways. So I also kind of see where the teacher's coming from. But the teacher and the spoiled kid had this super long back and forth over his hair jar. Basically just talking about, like, the teacher saying, you need to, like, put that away or I'm going to confiscate it. And the spoiled kid goes on to talk about his freedom of speech, which, like, bro, first of all, what? Second of all, it's a jar of hair. What does that have to do with your freedom of speech? Like, bro's really trying to use the freedom of speech amendment in the United States Constitution to prove why he's allowed to have a jar of hair in class. It just simply doesn't add up or make any sense. So anyways... After having a little bit of a back and forth with the teacher, the teacher gets kind of fed up with the spoiled kid and come, comes over and confiscates his hair jar. and says, you can have this by the end of class, right? And the spoiled kid is very clearly not happy about this. So this is only the first very strange occurrence that is the beginning of the saga of the teacher versus the spoiled kid. So anyways, a little while later, like about a week later, the spoiled kid collects all the cherry tomatoes from lunch. So for some reason, that day at lunch, they had a bunch of cherry tomatoes. It, it wasn't like by themselves. It, I think it was mixed up in a salad or something. But for some reason, maybe they just forgot to cut them or they chose not to cut them. I don't really know. But either way, the cherry tomatoes were not cut, uh, which meant that, like, you know, the cherry tomatoes were whole. So the spoiled kid went around to everyone's lunch and he went around. He's like, I'll take one of these. I'll take one of these. I'll take one of these. So Spoiled Kid literally walked from table to table, picking up the whole cherry tomatoes from people's trays. And like, he doesn't know these people. Imagine going up to someone's like, going up to someone that you don't know, going to their lunch tray and just like picking up pieces of their food and saying, thanks, I'm going to need this. Like, bro, you don't know these people. They don't know you. What's good? Like, that's not normal, man. That simply is not normal. But anyways, right, he goes around and he just keeps on collecting these cherry tomatoes. And he just eventually has a big bag full of cherry tomatoes. So later on in class, the one that Johnny has with the spoiled kid, he looks in the back of the classroom and he sees the spoiled kid is very, uh, very uh, focused. He's very intent on doing whatever he's doing right then and there. It turns out the spoiled kid has a magic marker out or a Sharpie or whatever, and he's drawing little faces on all the cherry tomatoes. There's nothing inherently wrong with this in the very beginning, and the spoiled kid basically makes a big, like, family of cherry tomatoes. Whatever, man. Yeah, they're a little bit old to be doing this, but also, who cares? Like, I know that I personally don't care if the spoiled kid wants to spend his free time making cherry tomato families. I just know that, like, I don't know, I might not be spending my free time doing that. But also Johnny, while he thought it was a little strange, because, I mean, maybe if someone did this on their own, they wouldn't be labeled as strange, but, like, the spoiled kid is already known as the strange kid. So he kind of just got lumped in as, like, the even stranger kid at this point. 
But anyways, right, no one really thought anything of it. But the thing that was important was today was a Friday. And the spoiled kid left the cherry tomatoes in class over the weekend. And one thing you guys might know about food is if you leave it out, you leave it out for a long time, especially if you don't refrigerate it, it starts to decompose. It starts to look bad, especially if it's not a Twinkie that's going to last 9,000 years. If you guys saw the movie WALL-E, you would know this is true. Anyways, though, so the, the spoiled kid leaves his family of cherry tomatoes just sitting in the classroom over the weekend. I don't know why they weren't necessarily cleaned up by the cleaning staff. Maybe the cleaning staff didn't go in or miss the spot or weren't doing it that weekend. Or maybe they just saw it and they're like, bro, I can't be bothered with this. Or maybe they thought it was a class project and just left it there. But when the spoiled kid got into class the next day, he walks in and he's really upset because all of the cherry tomatoes that like, you know, used to be. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Be all, like, I don't know, used to be all normal and firm and had the nice faces on them. We're now falling apart and rotting and molding. Look, I think most people would realize if you left food out over the weekend that it would decompose. That's just kind of how food works, bro. Like, I don't know how to break it to you, but food doesn't last over the weekend. I, I simply don't know how to, like, break such terrible news to you. Like, oh, no, things happen. Life goes on as it does. Oh, no, food decomposes. Yeah, but apparently the spoiled kid was not having it. And for some reason, the spoiled kid was absolutely convinced that this wasn't an act of nature, aka the food just decomposed. This was, in fact, an act of sabotage. So the spoiled kid goes around and he starts asking people questions. And eventually, he comes up to Johnny and he's like, hey, Johnny. And Johnny looks out of him. He's like, what's up? <laughs> Do you want more of my hair? The spoiled kid's like, no time for jokes, man. Serious business. Where were you on the 8th of November? I don't know. I just came up with a random date that might have not been like a Saturday or whatever. He said whatever date the Saturday was. I don't think 8th of November is a Saturday, but for the sake of this video, it is. And Johnny's like, uh, at home? I don't know. He's like, suspicious. Everyone else was saying that too. Well, then what do you make of this? And he takes his like big pile of like cherry tomatoes that are decomposing with little faces on them and shows it to Johnny. And Johnny kind of just looks at it and is like, uh, what am I supposed to say? And Johnny just genuinely had no idea. Like, imagine this kid who's already asked you for your hair for, to, 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 to cast magic spells, which for all you know, he's already cast, right? Uh, eventually comes up to you, shows you, first of all, questions where you were on the weekend, and you say, I don't know, man, at home. And then he shows you a plate of rotting cherry tomatoes. It's like, aha! Gotcha! It's like, bro, what? What do you want me to say? Like, you're showing me... A, you're basically showing me yesterday's lunch decomposing in front of me, bro. I, I don't... I seriously don't know what you want me to say here. So anyways, uh, Johnny just doesn't know what to say. He looks up at the spoiled kid. Is like, dude, I don't know how to respond to this. Like, I genuinely, genuinely don't even know what you're trying to say right now. The spoiled kid 
is like, so this, this wasn't you? And Johnny's like, dude, what? This wasn't anybody. Cherry tomato, like, food just, like, do you not know that food goes bad? And spoiled kid's like, well, I know food goes bad eventually, but this was definitely on purpose. Someone was trying to sabotage the family. And that's when the teacher, this is, remember, a continuation of the spoiled kid versus the teacher saga. This is when the teacher notices that the spoiled kid is holding a plate of rotting food. And the teacher's like, oh my, like, he's like, spoiled kid. That's disgusting. Like, throw that out immediately. And the spoiled kid looks at the teacher and is like, it was you. And the teacher's like, what? And the spoiled kid's like, you did this to them. And he's like low-key holding back tears right now. Johnny's watching this kid literally cry over the fact that his food is decomposing and he's blaming the teacher for just like nature taking its course, which is pretty funny. But the teacher goes on to say like, dude, what? And Johnny's like, you were the one who did this to my family. And he points at like the cherry tomatoes that are rotting away. The teacher just has to calmly explain to him that he has literally no idea what he's talking about. And Johnny doesn't want to hear it. He's like, I know you did this. I know you're behind this. I know it was you. Yeah, so spoiler, it was not the teacher. Spoiler alert to all you guys. It was actually just the food decomposing. I know, pretty crazy. I know, big shocker. I know. Yeah, so anyways, the spoiled kid is forced by the teacher to throw out his rotting cherry tomato friends. And at this point... The spoiled kid is super angry at the teacher because one, the teacher never gave him back his hair to do magic spells with. The, by the way, I forgot to say that. The teacher stole his hair collection and never gave it back. And the teacher also just made him throw away his family that may or may not have been yet like Friday's last Friday's lunch that is decomposing and rotting and This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer causing a stink or whatever, but, you know. And the next final bit of the saga is the last thing before, the, basically before the spoiled kid snaps and sets the teacher's room on fire, which seems like a pretty crazy thing, which it definitely was. But this is the last thing that happened that made the spoiled kid really just lose it. So anyways, one day the spoiled kid was sitting in class and Johnny was kind of sitting near him because the spoiled kid sat next to Johnny, not the other way around. And anyways, the spoiled kid had a crush on this girl. And this girl is in the class as well. And this girl is sitting in between Johnny and the spoiled kid. They're all sitting in a row, one, two, three, right? And so Johnny looks over and he sees the spoiled kid whisper like, Isabel, we're going to call this girl Isabel. He's like, Isabel. And Isabel looks over. She's not super interested in the spoiled kid, but whatever, she's going to be nice. And he's like, look at this. I'm so cool, savage, and epic. And the spoiled kid takes out a vape device and he, like, rips it. He's like, yo, I'm so sick. Which, bro, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. 
it's fine if you do that stuff, but it's also like I really don't recommend it. First of all, you're going to mess up your lungs. Second of all, you're going to get a nicotine addiction. Third of all, you're not going to look cool. I've never seen someone rip one of those devices or a cigarette or anything like that and be like, wow, I want to be like you. I want it to be if I took an x-ray of my lungs for them to look all black and cloudy. And also, I want an underage nicotine addiction. Yay. I've never seen someone like that and thought that they were cool. Obviously, if you're addicted to that stuff, my heart goes out to you because I know a lot of people that are. And it's very hard to beat. Just don't start it is all I'm trying to say. Anyways, though, Johnny rolls his eyes because he thinks it's like the cheesiest, corniest, goofiest thing ever to try and impress a girl by vaping in front of her. Like, bro, congratulations. You sucked in on a little stick. Like, that's cool. That's definitely not a little sus, bro. Like, what are you talking about right now? So, yeah, and uh, the spoiled kid keeps on saying, Isabel, watch this. I can do vape tricks. And the kid, you know, some people can, like, blow circles or, or O's or whatever. And I think the spoiled kid was just getting a little bit too confident in himself because he tried to blow a circle but ended up just breaking down into a coughing fit in front of everyone and at this point, before he was doing it discreetly enough, the teacher didn't realize that he was you know, on his little vape or whatever. But now he was breaking down into a coughing fit. It was super loud. And the teacher looks over because like some kid is coughing a lot. The teacher notices that it's a spoiled kid. And then he also notices that the spoiled kid has a vape in his hand. So the teacher walks over pretty quickly and is like, I need you to give me that. And the spoiled kid looks at the teacher and he just has this stunned look on his face because the spoiled kid just got caught, right? And the spoiled kid thinks of the first thing that comes off the top of his head. He's like, oh, you can't take this. The teacher looks at him. He's like, why can't I take this? He's like, uh, my mom gave this to me for my allergies. If you took this away from me, I might die. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, bro, you're really gonna, you're really gonna fool the teacher who's probably had to confiscate a hundred vapes before. Yeah, she definitely thinks, oh, this is what an inhaler looks like. Uh-huh. So this inhaler you smoke in and you blow the inhaler stuff out, bro. Like this teacher was not born yesterday, believe it or not. But anyways, right. So the, uh, the teacher looks at him, and the teacher has the most savage comeback on planet Earth. The teacher says, okay, well, I'm going to confiscate it from you and give it back to your mom then if your mom really gave it to you, basically trying to call his bluff. And, this, and the spoiled kid immediately is like, um, well, so about that, um, she doesn't know that I have it. And the teacher's like, wait, but you just said that your mom gave this to you for your allergies. He's like, yeah, but she forgot. <laughs> He's just so obviously caught right now. The teacher just, the teacher doesn't even try and like continue to like question him because the teacher has a little bit of mercy. The teacher feels at least a little bit bad for the kid. So the teacher simply just out, outstretches her, his hand, is a hand by the way, outstretches his hand just to, like, so the spoiled kid can give him the vape. And the spoiled kid, knowing that he just got caught so bad, and it's also pretty embarrassing, it's in front of the entire class, and Johnny's just watching the whole thing go down, kind of just, like, sitting there, shaking his head, like, bro, 
you really had to play yourself like that like are you serious right now bro but anyways right uh so yeah the spoiled kid is sitting there as the teacher takes his vape and returns to the front of the class and johnny just sees the spoiled kid and he sees the spoiled kid sitting there looking all mad looking all angry with his fists all balled up the spoiled kid was obviously very upset right now he was very angry and anyways, the next day in lunch, he goes or he sits down at Johnny's table. The spoiled kid walks over to Johnny's table and Johnny turns to one of his friends. He's like, yo, is this kid like sitting with us or something? And Johnny wasn't like a jerk or anything, but he also was like, I don't know this kid. Why is he sitting with us? He's also kind of weird. And he also asked for my hair to do magic spells on. He also accused me of murking his, uh, his tomato family or whatever. So I don't know if I totally want him to sit with us, but it looks like he's coming either way. So sure enough, the spoiled kid walks over and he sits down at the table. And uh, Johnny's like, what's up? What's good? And the spoiled kid's like, man, I'm so angry right now. They're all like, uh, why? And the spoiled kid's like, that teacher of ours, Johnny, is just getting on my nerves. And he also embarrassed me in front of my soon-to-be girlfriend. And Johnny's like, what? Who? Isabel? Uh, dude, you know that she has a boyfriend. And the spoiled kid's like, what? And he's like, yeah, she's had him for a while. But the spoiled kid, for some reason, doesn't hear the point where he says, yeah, she's had him for a while. So the spoiled kid literally just hears that Isabel has a, has a boyfriend. He's like, no, Isabel must have not dated me because the teacher embarrassed me in front of her by taking my vape. And, like, Johnny is, like, about to correct him and be like, actually, bro, she's had this boyfriend for a while. But the spoiled kid literally isn't even paying attention anymore, so it honestly wouldn't have even been worth Johnny's time. And the spoiled kid's like, I need to get revenge. It is his fault. And I will get my revenge. You guys just wait and watch. Wait and see. It's going to be the craziest revenge ever. And, like, Johnny kind of asks for a second what's the revenge gonna be bro like what are we talking about here the spoiled kid's like you just have to wait and see johnny's like uh okay i don't totally know if i want to do that but can you not just can you not just tell me do i really have to wait and see and the spoiled kid's like yep you need to wait and see trust me you'll know it when it happens and the spoiled kid gets up and he goes to another table and he tells them about all the things that are going on in his class. Basically, Johnny spurred this kid to tell everyone that he was going to go ahead and get revenge. And little did Johnny know that the spoiled kid was about to do the most deranged, unhinged, insane revenge you have ever seen ever. Like, it, insane, bro. Like, the craziest revenge you've ever seen. Like, because, like, think about it. All the teachers done at this point is just do normal teacher activities, bro. He's just done normal teacher activities. And all of a sudden, the spoiled kid's literally about to burn down his classroom and subsequently almost take down the entire school via arson. Yeah, I'm not even kidding right now. Real quick, made it this far into the video. Comment teacher down below. Yeah! So many people are going to be commenting spoiled down below. I've been warning you guys. One of these days, I'm going to make a video, and it's going to be a spoiled kid video like I do every other video, basically. And the secret word of the day is not going to be spoiled. It is teacher. So if you see someone commenting spoiled, don't be mean to them, but just politely respond, 
hey man, make sure to watch all the way through the video till close to the end to see what the real secret word is. Stop being an imposter. Now, nah, anyways, though, but comment teacher down below. I'll try and heart your comment. Also, this story will be on Spotify. All my social media links are down there. If you want to submit your own story, this was a subscriber-submitted story, by the way, you can submit it to either my Instagram or Twitter and then send it via the DMs on there. And finally, the best way to support the channel is, first of all, watching this far into the video has helped me a lot already. The best thing you can do is finish watching this video, and then the second best thing you can do is when you're done watching this video, literally play another one of my story videos. An easy way to do this is the Storytime playlist, which I'll be linking in the pinned comment down below. Anyways, let's get back to the video as the spoiled kid is about to burn down the school, practically. So anyways, couple, some time goes by. It's either a couple days or maybe a week. I'm not totally sure, but some time does go by. And Johnny is in his like second period chemistry class. And all of a sudden, the fire alarm goes off. And Johnny just assumes that this is like every other fire alarm in school. I don't know about you guys, but I would have these fire alarm drills and they would be so annoying because the alarms would be so loud and it would always interrupt whatever I'm doing. I mean, sometimes if it's like in the middle of math class, I'm not going to lie, the fire alarm went off. I'm like, oh no, guys, we got to waste 30 minutes of class. That's the worst thing ever when secretly I'd be pretty excited for it because I'm like, hey man, I'm not trying to sit through this math class anymore. My brain is fried, bro. But yeah, at this point, Johnny just simply thought that this was another run-of-the-mill fire drill. So he's walking out, and he started to notice that things were different. When he noticed things were different was a group of kids that he saw walking by or walking towards him had this kind of frightened look on their face, and the teacher was looking super serious. Normally in these fire drills, no one was goofing around, no one was playing right, but no one seemed that, like, concerned, and especially the teachers. It's like that kind of saying, it's like, if you're going on an airplane, and there's turbulence, and you turn to, like, the, the what, what are they called, like, the crew members, and they're, like, pretty calm and relaxed, that, you know, you're going to be fine, because they know better than you. But if you're going through some rough turbulence, and you turn to the crew members, and they're, like, on their knees praying, you know that thing's going down, bro. Like, rest in peace, bro. Better... Better enjoy the last few minutes of whatever TV show you're watching because it's about to be the last few minutes you're about to be watching forever, right? And uh, sure enough, uh, this kind of concerns them because Johnny sees like the teacher coming towards them kind of say to the other teacher, Co turn around, we're going with me. And the teacher's like, what? And he's like, go with me. So all of a sudden, Johnny is being like moved with the other class. They're all moving towards one exit and they're all standing out and they're all walking towards the exit and that's when Johnny passes by this hallway, and he doesn't see anything, there's no smoke or anything, but he gets a whiff of smoke. He gets a whiff of something burning. And at first he was kind of like weirded out by the fact that all those kids looked really like freaked out or whatever, and the teacher was like super intense. But when he got a whiff of the smoke, he knew for a fact that this was not a drill. There's no way they were gonna bring like fake smoke or something to a like a fire drill they're not gonna be like oh yeah here's a bunch of fake smoke or whatever it's always gonna 100 like they're just gonna like it, it would never do that right so johnny is like escorted outside and everyone is waiting outside and at no point does he see flames or smoke or anything like that so the flames or the fire is actually fairly contained however 
Normally, during a fire drill, which this was not, after about 20 minutes, Johnny would be told to go back inside. But instead, the principal came out and made an announcement, saying the school was canceled for the rest of the day and to subsequently call your parents, and that either if you had a phone, to use that, but if you needed a phone, to form a line in front and that she would be handing around a phone. So all of a sudden, Johnny realizes that this is a lot more serious than he first imagined. So he goes back home and his mom is all like, oh my God, what happened? Johnny tells her, oh yeah, there's a little bit of smoke I smelled. Some people look pretty freaked out, but I didn't see any actual fire or anything. And uh, so Johnny's mom's like, okay, well, I wonder if you're going back to school tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure I am. Turns out for the rest of the week, Johnny was told not to go back to school. I mean, not just him specifically, but school was just in general canceled, which never happened. So Johnny knew for a fact that something really messed up happened. And eventually he gets back to school. And the one person who is not there is the spoiled kid. And he, Johnny does not put two and two together. But one day he's sitting at the lunch table and one kid comes, this is about a week after he got back. And, you know, Johnny and his friends are talking about, like, oh, like, they're talking about something completely unrelated. When a kid who normally sits with them rushes in and sits down and just has this look on his face, like he's heard the craziest story of all time. Because this kid has heard the craziest story of all time. This kid's like, guys, guys, you know the fire that happened a week ago? And Johnny's like, no, I do not know the fire that happened a week ago. It's not like I go to this school with you. And the guy's like, very funny, Johnny. But do you guys know with the story behind it? And Johnny's like, no. Was it not like an electrical spark or like microwave popcorn gone wrong or something? And the kid's like, no. You know the spoiled kid? And Johnny's like, yeah, the kid who has been absent in class for a week. Bro, apparently he lit a teacher's room on fire. And Johnny looks at all of his friends. And they all look at each other. And they all look at the kid who's telling the story. And that's when the kid who's telling the story is like, oh my God. Because in that moment, all of them put the pieces together. When the spoiled kid said he was going to get revenge and that they were all going to know that he was going to get revenge, this is what he meant. Another thing I forgot to say was that the class that they all had together had been moved to another classroom. But Johnny literally didn't think anything about it. He just was like, oh, the fire must have damaged the classroom. And the thing is, right, Johnny and his friends were like, okay, we got to investigate. So they walked down the hallway where, you know, the, they just walked down the hallway where Johnny and the spoiled kid used to have class together. And instead of there being, they were kind of afraid that, like, there was a chance there's going to be caution tape saying you can't go anywhere down there. But they walked down the hallway, and there's caution tape only around one room. It is the room where the spoiled kid and Johnny had class together. It was true. The spoiled kid got so mad that the teacher told him to, to took away his hair jar, told him to throw away his rotting food, and took his vape away from him in front of the girl he had a crush on. The spoiled kid tried to burn down this teacher's room as a form of revenge. And uh, yeah, very clearly, or very obviously, I would hope uh, that you guys know, the spoiled kid was expelled from the school. I, th I hope it's obvious that if you do something insane like this, the consequences will be equally insane. The spoiled kid was expelled from the school, and Johnny had never seen from him again. If you want to support the channel, watch another video right now. Click on screen or watch something that recommended. Peace.